friend. I'm Anna. I'm Awkwardly Anna. My podcast is about being you and showing up fully in this life. Not letting any perceived awkwardness that you might feel prevent you from all that God has planned for you in this life. I hope that you feel deeply encouraged as you listen. Hello. Hi. Thank you. I just always keep saying thank you to anyone that listens, and I just mean it. Okay, so today this is a little weird. I'm recording this podcast while making dinner, so we shall see how this goes, because, do you want to know why I'm doing this? Well, you're going to find out, is that I forgot to record this week's podcast, and I have a commitment to do (laughs) a podcast a week, and for a while I skipped a little bit because I wasn't feeling well, and I was... Um, just going through some things and I skipped. I allowed myself to skip and then I just kept skipping. So I don't do that now. I am recording one every week. So when I don't plan out well and I miss my scheduled times, I have a podcast out by Wednesday. So (laughs) here we are at 5 p.m. on a Wednesday uh, making dinner and recording a podcast because my lovely husband and children went out to play tennis. So this week's podcast was intended to be all about Uh, this might sound so silly, but it's not. It is about the time where I woke up one day, kid you not, and realized I had forgot to live. And I don't mean like, I've kind of alluded to this before. I don't mean like skydiving, jumping out of planes. I don't know why I always associate that with like you're truly living, swimming with sharks, like the Bucketless family. All that's amazing. But I mean just living, as in being an active participant in my life, being passionate, being empowered, being a someone who has good and deep and hard conversations, someone that laughs, someone that does silly things that bring me joy, does physical things that bring me joy, uh, you know, looking at my kids' faces listening to what they had to say intently, um, calling people I hadn't called in a while, laying in the grass and looking up at the sky. These are things that I know when I'm doing, it's me living. And I know that it's me living because I'm existing free of anxiety, free of overwhelm, free of worry, and I'm, I'm free. And instead, when I woke up that day, and realized I'd forgotten to live, you know what I was in the slump of doing? Scrolling on my phone at night before bed, checking my phone first thing in the morning, checking my phone randomly throughout the day. Now, I will give you a little extra context. I do work online. I'm a social media manager for a few people. Um, So, I mean, my phone is unavoidable, but I have very, very, very good boundaries on my work checks, So I can't blame that. I can't say, oh, it's because I work online. It's because I work in social media. Nope, my boundaries are rock solid on, uh, that's something I'm I'm pretty dang proud of. So I can't blame that. (laughs) I can't blame work. You're like, I'm making money being on the the phone. No, I, I was doing it, I was doing it to excess. And what else I was doing was, you know, just crushing deadlines and tasks and to-do lists that I had made for myself, not even for work, to-do lists and deadlines I had put in my own mind 
I was doing all the things, getting all the house chores done, cooking, rocking homeschooling, you know, just doing all, my potatoes are such a weird size, making potato wedges, doing all the things like making potato wedges and crushing my time. And honestly, it wasn't just that I was focused on being on my phone all the time. I was so, I'm going to say it, proud of how much I crushed my to-do lists. I mean, that took precedence over anything else. And it was on to the next thing, do the next thing, do this, get it done. We're sticking to our routine. We're sticking to our schedule. We're going here. We're picking this up. We're doing this for this person. And I wasn't feeling any part of it. There was no room for me to even cry about something that made me sad or happy cry about something that made me happy cry because, yeah, I do that. There was no room for me to, if something, I wouldn't have been able to hear or listen if God was telling me, bless this person, do this thing, which is one of my absolute most favorite things to do. Uh, There wasn't time for any of that because I was so back to back to back doing tasks and do all these things have to get done. Absolutely. Is it amazing to do all these things? You betcha. However, the way in which I was doing them was 100% an avoidance. And my mentor, Trish Blackwell, if I haven't told you a billion times, follow her, check her out. Um, She's also my boss, FYI. (laughs) But I would say this regardless. I said this before I worked for her. Um, She's totally changed my life. But she calls it buffering, which she would go Google her and listen to her. She'll explain this a lot better. But it's basically just when you use something to avoid what you are supposed to be doing or could be doing, and you use something else to avoid it, it's buffering. And that's exactly what I was doing. Um, she had actually taught a course in one of the her College of Confidence, and she brought that up, and I was like, oh, man, you know, super convicted by that. Um, and that's totally, sorry, I'm, I'm digressing. That's exactly what I was doing. I was doing all these busy things because when you're doing all the busy things, as well as par- pairing that with the distracted things, the distraction of being online, reels on Instagram, maybe for you it's TikTok, maybe it's YouTube, maybe it's not podcasts. Keep those on your schedule. <laughs> But I had this combination, this horrible combination of busy and to-do list plus distraction, meaningless, that ended up leaving me feeling just like I wasn't living, like life wasn't mine, like I wasn't an active participant in my life, like I wasn't choosing my life, I wasn't choosing my my day-to-day, and I have this beautiful scenario where I work from home, I create my own income, I am immensely blessed to be able to homeschool my children, so we have such freedom in our schedules, such freedom in what we can do, when we can do it, how we can do it, such freedom in having grace in our learning, and I was taking advantage of none of it. I was rigid, and I tell you what, my anxiety had never been worse. 
And, you know, I feel like even like a little bit of seasonal depression would creep in and comparison creeps in and just this feeling of like, you know, maybe this part of my life isn't as good or as good as it should be. And all that was, was instead of living my own life, I was busy snooping in other people's because isn't that so much of what I'm whisking social media is so much of it is beautiful and uplifting and encouraging So much of it is entertaining. So much of it is educational. So much of it is beautiful and connecting. But a ton of it is just snooping in other people's lives and for not a good purpose. Not to learn from them, not to be inspired by them, not to implement something they're doing into your life to make you show up better. Um, It's just observing. It's being an observant of life instead of an active participant in life. And it felt yucky. And I just have to wonder if anyone else has ever kind of found themselves there. Maybe you're there right now. And, you know, I don't know why the one day I just woke up and actually realized it. Because in all honesty, I think you can probably go through, I think you could go through an entire lifetime doing this and never knowing, never realizing you're doing it. I think that can definitely happen. You know, I, I, yeah, just now thinking of this, I had prayed for God to just kind of show me what I needed shown. I don't love doing this, but I heard someone, I wish I could remember who it was. I heard someone one time say, pray to God to see in yourself what you need to see. The good, the beautiful, the lovely that he's made you. And also the flaws, where you need work, where you need, I don't want to say humbled, but where you need his grace most, where you need to lean on him most. And I had prayed a a prayer similar to that, which I had kind of avoided praying for a long time, (laughs) thinking of it that I woke up the next day and thought all this. And it was so cool because I didn't wake up feeling, and and when you hear this, if you're in this place, I, I don't want you to feel guilt. I didn't wake up feeling guilt. That's not what I felt. I woke up feeling like my eyes were open. So when I say like, I woke up and I for- realized I forgot to live, it wasn't this like, oh my gosh, it's too late. Look what I've done. Look at this time I've wasted. It was nothing like that. It was, I've been forgetting to live. Now what? What do I do differently? And I didn't go book a vacation. I didn't go skydive. I'm just going to keep using that example to be annoying at this point. Instead, I just paid attention. I put my phone down more. I re-implemented my rule that I don't check my phone first thing in the morning. I re-implemented my rule of that my daily disciplines take place first before anything else. And that I wake up before anyone else so I can have that time to myself. I re-implemented walks without my phone, despite the fact that that's something that really at times makes me anxious, I re-implemented it. And I got more aware of looking at my kids' faces when they talk. I have a rule that whenever my kids talk to me, I want you again to know when I say this, I am in no way perfect in this. I screw up all the time. Ah, Screw up is a negative connotation. I don't want to say screw up. I am growing in this area always. And there are times where 
I kind of proved to myself that I have more work to do. But I have this rule with my kids. Again, this is something I read somewhere in which I've got to start writing this down. This is not my original idea. But I read this somewhere a long, long time ago that someone had, and this is what I implement, finally getting to it, they, anytime their kids are talking to them, if their phone has been in their hand, they set it down and flip it over and listen to their kid. And that is something I actively work on doing and actively implement it again. And it's so cool how your kids whole demeanor changes when they're sharing. They light up and you hear so much. And it's that age old thing of like, if you listen to the stuff now, your kids are always going to want to share with you. They're always going to want to talk to you, share their fears, share their concerns, share their passions, share when they have, you know, the first person they love and they want to talk about that person and that person's so special to them. They'll want to share those moments with you. They'll want to share when they have a amazing idea for a project. They'll want to share that with you if you listen to the things now. And that was such a game changer for where I was feeling like I wasn't living in relation to my kids. And again, I have a lot of clarifications with this. My kids would talk to me every second of the day. So I don't mean that I spend my entire day staring at my kids' faces listening to them talk. They would do that for every minute of the day. And that's not what I'm talking about. When they have something to share with me, when it's time for that, I just try my best to actively listen. They come before my phone. Same thing with my husband, of course. Uh, Same rule with my phone. I put the phone down and flip it over. Um... And the other thing, I talked about my morning routine and how that changed with my kids. I'm lining up my yellow potato wedges. I hope they're good. I think I used a little too much garlic. Are people garlic fans that listen? I love garlic. And when I married my husband, Rob, he hated garlic. And he hadn't really had it. And now he likes it, but I can't go too crazy. But that's another thing. I I cook with the seasons I love that bring me joy. I pay attention when I'm cutting food. This might sound weird, but it to me is living. I look at how beautiful the food is and all the colors are, especially when I'm like chopping all my produce. I love to just see it even per meal, just all like laid out and how beautiful it is. And just looking at like, God created food. He created plants. He like, this is very cool. And then someone grew this. Someone took the time to grow this. And here I am in my kitchen prepping it and eating it. So just noticing things. Not every second of every day, of course. I never, I'm going to keep saying this, I never want anything I share with you to be a cause of guilt, but just noticing things. So like I said, with noticing my kids' faces, noticing Rob's face, noticing the color of things, noticing outdoors, I feel like I could be a spokesperson for some get outside campaign or place or something. If you know of anyone, you know, they can sponsor me, that'd be great. But truly just getting outside makes such a huge difference in noticing trees, looking up at the sky, looking up at the clouds. One of the things I do is as part of my like rededication to actually intentionally living my life is every day I look up at the sky. I think it helps with your head, with how our heads are kind of looking down at our phones all the time. I have that like Dowinger's hump thing. So I do a lot of exercises for like putting your head up. I'm doing one right now. 
But one of the things that I do along with combining outside time is looking up at the sky and noticing each day throughout the week how it looks different. Just noticing, trying to think like, what did the sky look like yesterday and what does it look like today? Just being a noticer and an active participant. And of course, this leads to other things. You know, this led to a trip we took and a boat ride and being in the ocean and discovering things I was afraid of and holding a fish creature that totally flipped me out, but doing it anyways because our kids wanted to do it. You know, this does lead to different things, but it's amazing what you do when you notice that you're not living and you intentionally decide that like, no, I'm, I'm going to live. I'm an active participant in my life. I'm going to live. And it's so cool when you make that intention, how much you discover of just the regular old day to day and give yourself, you give yourself the beauty and the freedom of feeling your feelings. Uh, the sad feelings, the anxious feelings, the happy feelings, the deep feelings that you talk to certain people about, you know, when you have like big conversations, just those things that are so, so life-giving. I hope that this encourages you some way. I would love to hear feedback from you guys on if this is something you've ever, like a place you've ever found yourself in. If it's a place you're in now, if you try any of these things out, or of course, if this is a place you've been in before, how you counteract it. Like, what do you do? Do you start making something you haven't made in forever? Do you start hiking? Like, I'd just love to hear the things that you guys, listeners, do to make yourself be actively and intentionally and deeply reminded that you're truly living and that you have a say in your life and that you have the gift to yourself of living out the calling God has placed on your life and the path he's put you on and the path he's leading you on and just ways that you intentionally do that and remind yourself when you feel yourself kind of getting away from that how you get yourself back on track I'd love to hear your guys ideas too so I'm going to finish making dinner I so appreciate my listeners I so appreciate the feedback you leave me of course leave feedback if you haven't yet that just makes me cry every single time of course because I'm a crier and remember to check out my coaching options on my website awkwardlyanna.com I do one-on-one coaching encouragement coaching just um, getting a game plan together with you and cheering you on along the way as you accomplish a goal that you've been struggling to accomplish this could be a weight loss goal a financial goal a career you want to start a website you want to start um uh taking actionable steps towards overcoming your anxiety. It can truly, it can be anything. And if you've just kind of needed that person that encourages you, that's a neutral party that has resources that can assist you, uh, I'm that person. So reach out anytime. All right. Thanks guys. listening be sure to leave a positive review wherever you're able to leave reviews and share one of these episodes that you appreciate with a friend thank you